Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The WTOP Listen Live experience is brought to you by CrowdStrike and all of Kerasoft's cybersecurity solutions. Explore them at kerasoft.com slash cybersecurity. Celebration shooting. The wrangling in Richmond over a sports arena in Alexandria. I'm Dick Oliano. Why some parents are saying, I am devastated. After a Supreme Court decision involving an area elite high school, I'm Mike Marillo. Good morning. It's four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper, a sigh of relief on the streets of Kansas City, Missouri. Two men have been charged with murder in the deadly shooting at last week's Kansas City Chiefs Parade. It comes after two juvenile suspects were separately charged last week in connection with the shooting that killed a woman. CBS's Charlie Tamar from Missouri. New charges in the deadly shooting that broke out during the celebration for the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl win. Dominic Miller of Kansas City and Lynn Del Mays of Raytown, Missouri, now face charges of second-degree murder, armed criminal action, and unlawful use of a weapon. Both men were also among the nearly two dozen shot during the chaos. Lisa Lopez-Galvan, a mother of two and popular radio DJ, died in the shooting. A flood watch has been issued for nearly all of Los Angeles County until Thursday. More and more rain keeps falling. CBS News Los Angeles' Michelle Geely. Steady rain Tuesday flooded intersections from Seal Beach to a stretch of Pacific Coast Highway in Huntington Beach. Lanes were underwater all day. High surf pounded the piers in Seal Beach and Huntington Beach as the storm brought 10-foot sets to the Orange County coastline. The body of a missing 11-year-old girl from Texas was found in a river not far from her home after she was reported missing last week. The men police arrested lived very close to Audrey Cunningham, as correspondent Omar Villafranca tells us. Prosecutors say they will charge 42-year-old Don Stephen McDougal with capital murder. McDougal lived in a trailer behind the family's home and admitted to leaving with Cunningham on her way to school. Tragedy in South Florida when a hole kids were digging collapses. CBS News Miami's Anna McAllister says the hole was about six feet deep. A boy and a girl, approximately eight and seven years old, were digging a hole with some adults on the beach. That hole was about five to six feet deep when it collapsed, completely trapping the girl under the sand. The first federal trial over a hate crime based on gender identity began Tuesday in South Carolina, where a man faces charges that he killed a black transgender woman by shooting her. WLTX-TV's Walker Lawson says she is referred to in court documents as Dime Doe. The prosecution argued they're looking to prove Daqua Ritter guilty of bias-motivated murder, use of a firearm to commit a violent crime, and misleading state investigators. The defense said witnesses placed Ritter in different places and no eyewitnesses link Ritter to Dime at the time. Beyonce makes history, becoming the first black woman to ever top Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart thanks to this song, Texas Hold'em. This is CBS News. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. WTOP at 403. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. It is February 21st. Welcome in this early 4 a.m. hour. Mostly sunny. Nice today. Veronica says the high should reach about 50. Almost spring-like. You're waking up to 30 degrees now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we roll into this morning together, we begin with the latest this morning on two teenagers locally recently arrested in connection with the murder of a toddler. That was earlier this month. They made their first court appearance this week, Tuesday, in Prince George's County. The two teens are being held without bond, and their lawyers' requests to have them transferred to a juvenile facility were denied. They're being charged with first- and second-degree murder as adults, and their exact roles in the shooting death of a toddler in Langley Park are unclear. At the time that we present this case to a grand jury, there will likely be more information that we can provide at that time. State's attorney Aisha Braveboy says it's possible that gang activity is connected to this case. A two-year-old boy and his mom were walking near an apartment complex, and Braveboy says they were hit while at least two groups were shooting at each other earlier this month. There have now been four people arrested in this case. I believe this is still an open and ongoing investigation, and there may be additional arrests in this case. In Upper Marlboro, Scott Gelman, W. WTOP News. WTOP News Time 404 Wednesday morning. Here at WTOP, we're taking another look this Wednesday at whether the Caps and Wizards may soon be playing in a new arena in Alexandria. While the Virginia House has approved a plan to move forward with the sports arena bill, the matter remains stuck this morning in the Senate in what looks like a high-stakes poker game. While Senator Louise Lucas has come out against Governor Glenn Youngkin's plan for a sports arena in Alexandria, A member of the finance committee that she chairs, Republican Senator Bryce Reeves, sizes up Lucas's opposition as political bargaining. They're playing cards at the table right now, and I think there's some things that uh, the chairman, uh, her prerogative is to try to negotiate with the governor on some things, and, you know, she's holding this card. Senator Reeves, who supports the project, says he expects within the next couple of weeks, the bill to create a stadium authority to oversee the project will get a hearing in the Senate. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Meantime, we hear another hurdle for the new arena comes in the form of influential labor groups. They have apparently announced they are against efforts to move the Caps and Wiz. Northern Virginia AFL-CIO and member unions say they do not think it's possible in the end to reach a satisfactory deal here for union workers on the construction projects. Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is reacting to the news this week. He says labor leaders have, in his words, backtracked on negotiations carried out over months. In good faith, he is promising to push forward with the proposal. Stay tuned. WTOP at 4.06. A district dog's employee has been fired after allegedly hitting a dog at one of the company's locations that later died. The incident, we're told, happened early Friday morning on at the district dog's facility in Navy Yard, a spokesperson for the district dog says this morning the dog was taken to a nearby veterinary facility at the time for treatment but could not be revived. They say the company is working with the Humane Rescue Alliance and police as they investigate this incident. It was back in August of 2023 last year. You may remember 10 dogs drowned when district dog's northeast location flooded following a torrential downpour. That facility has since closed. WTOP at 406. The revamped admission policy at Fairfax County's elite Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology will stay in place. After all, this 
after the highest court in the land decided this week not to hear a challenge by parents who claim the new process discriminates against Asian-American students. I am devastated. Asra Numani is among the group of parents who challenged the policy, forming the group called Coalition for TJ. They've been fighting an appeals court decision to overturn a federal judge's earlier decision that struck down the changes. She says the Supreme Court here. They sent a message in which they said basically that Racism and discrimination is okay. And she says now she plans to help parents in similar fights around the nation. Among the changes by Fairfax County Public Schools was scrapping an entry test and giving more weight to students who are economically disadvantaged. In a statement, school board chair Carl Frisch says the school system has long believed the new admissions process is both constitutional and in the best interest of all students and gives all students a fair shot at attending the high school. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You've got a dead body, Inspector. I may be able to help with that. This winter, all your favorite detectives are streaming on BritBox. Don't miss exclusive new seasons of Death in Paradise. There must be something we've missed. Vera. It wasn't an accident, was it, love? Father Brown. What did he look like? And more. Once you start investigating, you won't want to stop. We're done when I say we're done. Stream your favourite detectives only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. Good Wednesday morning, February 21st. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Where the time now is 4.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's check in first with Ken Berger this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. As we get ready for sunup around the DMV, it's a very quiet ride. The one accident we had was eastbound 66 out of Manassas. That's been cleared, so all lanes are open now, both the main lanes and the express lanes. No delays either side of 66. Between the Route 81 interchange and the Beltway, then inside the Beltway, everything now open on 66. All the work zones have cleared. Eastbound 50 right at the Beltway. Watch out for the traffic engineering in Falls Church. The right lane is an alternating closure. Northbound 95 north of 123, the Traffic engineering at that location has cleared. Also, the traffic engineering on northbound 95 south of US-1 in Woodbridge, heading to the Springfield Interchange, likewise, has been cleared. Uh, still have the work zone reported in Washington, southbound DC-295 after Eastern Avenue. Left lane is getting by. Then southbound 3rd Street Tunnel after New York Avenue. Also, the left lane getting by the road work, but there are no delays because of these construction activities. In Maryland, everything pretty much has uh, been cleared, but a couple remain, including in Anne Arundel County, eastbound 175 between Parkside Boulevard and Milestone Parkway. Right lane is blocked at the Bay Bridge. Overnight road, uh, road work has ended. All lanes are open with no delays. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra. Hyundai Ionic or Toyota BZ4X, state and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mainly clear skies for your Wednesday, and that means it's going to be another beautiful day. Under the clear skies and with the light winds this morning, we're seeing those temperatures between 25 and 32 degrees. Later today, we'll be near 50 or 51 degrees. Again, a gorgeous day. For Thursday, we'll have cloud cover, mostly cloudy skies with showers for the afternoon. Best chance of rain, though, just a few showers. Hours will be after 10 p.m. on Thursday. High temperatures, just shy of 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Checking the airports, 32 degrees. You're waking up to Reagan National this 4 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, 29. BWY Marshall, 30 Dulles. We're down to 27 now on our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning on WTLP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. 
go to longfence.com. WTOP Wednesday morning to 410 where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Discover financial stock jumped as much as 18% Tuesday after Capital One's proposed $35 billion acquisition. American Airlines has raised checked bag fees, $35 for the first bag, 40 if you wait to check in at the airport. Tinder is upping identity protocols because artificial intelligence is making it hard to tell who's real. The Dow lost 64 points Tuesday. The Nasdaq fell 145. That was 1%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Checking overseas, Asian stocks finished mixed. The Nikkei closed down 101 points. The Kospi was off 5. The Hang Seng was up 256. The Shanghai up 28. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 411. Welcome in. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it from your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know. Good news on gas prices. The local news you need to know. This just in. Or the traffic you want to avoid. Avoid 66 if you can. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. New Orleans in the 1920s, where Mardi Gras roars with glitter, revelry, and corruption. Grammy winner Isabel Leonard and Broadway leading man Ramin Karamloo star in Songbird, Washington National Opera's jazzy new take on Offenbach's La Perry Show. A poor street singer, Songbird is torn between hunger and love in this sparkling tale set against the swinging music of the jazz age. March 9th through 23rd in the Eisenhower Theater. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. It is February the 21st. Welcome in this early Wednesday. If you're just joining us, Veronica says it'll be mostly sunny, nice, almost spring-like today. The high reaching 50, getting a little bit warmer in the next couple of days. You're waking up to 27 degrees in our nation's capital right now. And on that morning when I wake up, you're with WTOP, Thank Dean Lane. It's 4.13. This is WTOP News. Former GOP presidential candidate Chris Christie, one-time New Jersey governor, has put out a new book. He did so a month after he actually got out of the presidential contest. It's titled, What Would Reagan Do? Life Lessons from the Last Great President. ABC's Good Morning America co-anchor, the host of This Week, George Stephanopoulos, interviewed Christie recently about Donald Trump's hold right now on the party. Stephanopoulos sharing his thoughts now with ABC's Brad Milkey this morning. Whenever Christie would bring up, you know, perfectly legitimate issues about the fact that Donald Trump faces 91 felony counts, he would get booed. Your anger against the truth is reprehensible. Now, I personally believe that a conviction actually would change the political calculus a little bit, and I think he thinks so as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but inside the primaries, it's just it's a non-starter. And as far as what, when he thinks about a Trump presidency, what does he see? Like a Trump presidency in 2025, you know, Inauguration Day, what does he see? He uses the word mayhem. Mm-hmm. He said it'll be focused on retribution. I cannot imagine the crew that he'll put together. He will not be surrounded by good people. He'll be surrounded entirely by enablers and true believers. And he will do it with an eye much different than in 16. In 16, he was scared. He didn't expect to win. And he was intimidated by the presidency when he first got there. He will not be this time. 
He says Trump doesn't really have an agenda beyond his own personal salvation and personal power. He doesn't think much would get done either. And on top of the fact that Donald Trump would be a lame duck. But, you know, remarkably in this interview, he doesn't even foreclose the possibility that Trump might try to find some way to stay in past one term if indeed he did win. But I know Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't just want to be king now. He wants to be king forever. Now, the question is, he says he'll do anything he can to prevent Donald Trump from being president, but he's still open to a third party run, which, if you look at the polls right now, would hurt Joe Biden more than it would hurt Donald Trump. Is that how we're going to be talking about the third party stuff? Like, you know, any vote who's for a third party is just a a vote for the other guy. I asked him that question directly. I don't know what I'm going to do in November, but I'm not voting for Donald Trump under any circumstances. But isn't any vote. That's not for Joe Biden, assuming it's the two of them and a handful of third party candidates. Isn't any vote that's not for Joe Biden to vote for Donald Trump? Well, we could get into all the technicalities and you. Well, I, I think it's pretty clear that no, it no, is, no, but I, you get it he, he kind of jumped around on that a little bit. And he said the way the answer he finally got to was in my state, my vote is not going to matter a lick. Well, in New Jersey, my vote doesn't wouldn't matter anyway. My state's going to go. Right, but it almost <laughs> seems like the people who most want to keep Trump or, or Biden, for that matter, out of office. Like, they're almost ensuring that that is the person who wins if they're the ones that jumps in with, like, a no-label sort right. of third-party bid, right? Right, and, and and he clearly is open to being asked by no-labels. He's not sure he would take it. Well, what I've said in the past is that I'd have to see a path for anybody, not just me, but I think anybody who would accept that would need to see a path to 270, uh, 270 electoral votes. On WTLP, former GOP presidential candidate Chris Christie in the conversation with ABC's George Stephanopoulos. Quick look at some of the top stories this early morning. Wednesday, we're following for you on WTLP. Two teens are charged this morning as adults with first and second degree murder and the recent killing of a little two-year-old boy locally in Langley Park. The proposed arena for the Caps and Wiz in Northern Virginia facing new powerful opposition. We'll update you this morning. A major update on the investigation this morning into the Kansas City deadly mass shooting after the Super Bowl celebration. Two men this hour under arrest. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTLP.com. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, but you can't drive high. You can run, but you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. PJ Fitzpatrick has a great plan to save on your electric bill. Replace your leaky, drafty old windows with beautifully designed, budget-friendly, energy-efficient, American-made windows. PJ Fitzpatrick has a variety of financing packages that work with most any budget. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick provides the ultimate peace of mind, thousands of five-star reviews, and their famous lifetime guarantee on materials and labor. You can have it all. Visit TrustPJ.com today for a free design consultation. That's TrustPJ.com. Still ahead this early 4 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, right after traffic and weather for you this morning. Stalled but not derailed. Virginia's proposed contribution for Metro. I'm Kate Ryan. WTLP at 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, over to Ken Berger first this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. 
Thank you, Dean. In Anne Arundel County in Maryland, in Maryland 295 northbound at the ramp to Arundel Mills Boulevard. Uh, watch out for the accident. Looks like it's on the right lane or possibly the center lane. Not seeing any accident or not seeing any delays because of this accident. But you notice the flashing lights up in Anne Arundel County. The southbound side of 295 south of Baltimore to Washington clear. And there are no delays either side of 95 between the two beltways. 270 running in the clear. Now the work zone up in Frederick County has cleared. So all lanes are now open between Frederick and Bethesda. In the uh, Virginia portion of the Beltway, had the work zone that was on the outer loop south of 50. That was road widening operations. That has been cleared. However, still dealing with a mobile, clo- mobile alternate enclosures of lanes to the right on the outer loop south of 193. And, of course, the construction activity continues. Rehab uh, work. This takes away everything but the far left lane of the outer loop south of the American Legion Bridge. Uh, and that is causing just a brief delay past that zone. But late enough, I am a traffic, so the delays aren't very bad. In uh, 95 southbound in Virginia, South Odell Boulevard, the right travel lane and a ramp lane are blocked because of paving operations. But on southbound 95 south of 294, that road work has been cleared. And also the road work on southbound 95 south of Stafford Courthouse Road likewise has been cleared. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A cold start for your Wednesday. Temperatures this morning in the mid-20s to lower 30s across the area. With the light winds, the clear skies, temperatures really have been dropping. But we're going to warm nicely. Today's high temperature around 50 degrees, just like yesterday. And beautiful, too, with mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You are waking up to 29 degrees for Belvoir 33, Foggy Bottom 29, Silver Spring. This early 4 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, February 21st. And we're looking at 30 once again, straight up in our nation's capital. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Time now is 420. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Bill Horan, CEO of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank appreciates the great relationship we have with Realty Exchange Corporation. Take it from me, folks. Bill Horan of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank is the bank to use. We value FVC Bank as a trusted partner, and you will too. Visit FVCBank.com. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Good Wednesday morning, February 21st. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 422 on your Wednesday. You're listening to WTOP News. Two California men are facing charges this morning in connection to a hate bias incident at the University of Maryland locally. UMD police say they launched an investigation back in April of last year after resident life staff discovered racial slurs, apparently against the black community in La Plata Hall. Police identified 22-year-old Hayden Pritchard and 21-year-old Sergio Delgado as the main suspects in the case. Pritchard and Delgado have both been charged with trespassing. Pritchard is also facing a race religion property damage charge. 
On the medical page, Maryland is giving a boost to child-serving organizations across the state. Through a new grant program, state lawmakers announcing they are handing out $111 million in grants to organizations to help bolster behavioral health science offerings, including counseling, early intervention. It's all part, they say, of a blueprint now for Maryland's future education reform plan. Maryland Matters reports this morning the grants were awarded to 129 Maryland community organizations. Let's talk transportation. Metro this morning on WTOP. BC Maryland and Virginia, as you know, have been asked to give Metro an additional 480 mil so the agency can avoid layoffs and cuts in service. But getting the extra green, 130 million from Virginia secured, has apparently stalled for now. Metro has been fighting off a $750 million deficit, and possible cuts in service could affect the entire system. Clark Mercer is the executive director of the Washington Metropolitan Council of governments. If trains don't come as often, if they're not as reliable, you start losing customers and it's hard to, to, to get them back. So nobody wants to see that. But in Richmond, an additional $130 million for Metro is not included in the proposed Senate budget. However, Mercer sees progress. Senator Louise Lucas, the chair of the Senate Finance Committee, has met with Metro General Manager Randy Clark. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm you know, confident that, that the bills will be paid. And that Metro can move forward. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Beyonce is now the first black woman ever to top Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart thanks to her brand new country single titled Texas Hold'em. The song debuting at number one and her other single, 16 Carriages, coming in at number nine. In the eight decades Billboard has actually had country radio charts, only seven black female acts have ever achieved placement on those charts. Now, Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages were released during the Super Bowl, you may remember, right after the singer teased her new album in a surprise Super Bowl ad for Verizon. That album drops on March 29th. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. My baby WTOP, that Dean Lane. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. WTOP Sports Time, 425, and Mr. Rob Woodfork's turn this morning. The Capitals overcame an injury to Nick Dowd in a back-and-forth start to beat the New Jersey Devils 6-2 in a game crucial to their playoff hopes. Connor McMichael tallied his first multi-goal game early. Alex Ovechkin scored half of the four goals in the third period, and Charlie Lindgren had 37 saves and said, I thought everyone stepped up, and that's fun to see. I thought 2-4 had a nice night over there, potting a couple goals. Saw that second one. It was pretty nice, so it was fun to see, and hard-working kid, and he definitely uh, definitely deserves that result today, so that was, that was fun to watch. The Caps have 10 goals over this two-game win streak, and the victory pulls them within two points of New Jersey in the standings and within six of the last wildcard playoff berth. It wasn't a good night for men's college hoops locally, as Maryland fell to Wisconsin 74-70. The Terps' second straight 